What's going on? What's good? Where you at? Is you in your hood? What's goody, beautiful people? It's your girl, Demetria Ladia, the creator and founder of the Me Preach podcast, where we tackle topics and tell stories to help us live righteously, not religiously. I know y'all miss the kid, and we are indeed back for another episode. So sit back, relax. Let's get into it. We're going to get right into it. Yeah, period. Beautiful people, beautiful people, beautiful people. We are back in the room, and it's your girl, Demetria Ladia. Um, and today, guys, I want to talk about, so there is a, I guess you would call him CCM artist who made a statement, and basically he said, like, in order to shatter these boxes of the world, um, society and stuff, he practices restraint. And so I'm going to read what he said. Then I asked um, my followers on social media what they thought about it, what they said. And then, of course, your girl is going to give her take. And so it reads, the restraint that is a part of the creative process is something a lot of people don't understand. The bigger the audience, the greater the restraint. People think I'm not black or Pentecostal or gospel because of the restraint I have in the music that I release. People just truly don't understand, LOL. On any day, you'll catch me singing quartet or walking around my house hooping like I'm a preacher in a 50 storefront church. But you're not going to hear a lot of that unless you really study our music because of the restraint I have for the audience I'm assigned to. This applies to any circle, music, any genre, business, excuse me, creative design, fashion style and church ministry, etc. A lot of us have fumble opportunities because we tried to give them everything we knew instead of everything they understood. Again, the more broad the audience becomes, the more restraint is needed. So he basically said, like, we need restraint. We got to hold back, especially in other audiences. Just for full context, this artist is a black artist, um, grew up very much gospel, Pentecostal, etc. Like I said, now he's pretty much CCM. But because his audience is predominantly white, he's basically saying He's basically saying that because he has this audience, he has to practice restraint um, because the rooms are bigger and there are it's a you know, it's it's a wide range of people. Right. So he's saying like, oh, I have to practice restraint. I don't do a lot of the quote unquote black church things that I used to do or that I normally do that I do behind closed doors. I don't do those things in front of my new audience. And then somebody said, okay, so now we're going to get into what people on social media said, okay? Somebody said, I think it's fear of man. And then somebody said, for it, meet people at their level. So basically, like, meeting people where they are. Somebody said, I think there's a way to express your unique self without being offensive in other cultures. It's tough, but I think you should be you, but while also respecting other cultures. Somebody else said, I believe that you should stick to your morals and beliefs in every setting, meaning if you surround <clears throat> if people surrounding you are partaking in something that is against your religion or beliefs or something that you think is wrong or don't agree with, do not conform to their ways, but behavior and language can and will change depending on the crowd or group targeted. Somebody said Jesus was flipping tables in the synagogue. <laughs> um and then I think I have one more. I can't find it right now, but so that's what most people were saying. So I will say this, while I understand what he meant, where he came from, that can get very tiring, right? Restraining is taxing. How do I know? Because I've done it, right? 
um, for much of my life, a lot of the things I've done have been in predominantly white spaces, right? Whether it be school, um, growing up, and I was in gifted and talented programs, I was in choir, and then even um, in my previous employment, right? Like it was predominantly white church. Like I was the only person, I was the only black person there, literally, right? And so um, people like to call it code switching, right? He says restraint. In essence, it's code switching. So what does that mean? It means that we aren't being our true authentic selves, right? It means that we're not being the people that God had designed and created us to be so that others can be more comfort. So, excuse me, so that others can feel more comfortable, right? And do I agree with this post and think it should be done? No. And not just because it's tiring, but because what are we saying if the only way we can be elevated and can be welcome and can feel love in those spaces is if we're not being our true authentic selves, if we're um, practicing a form of restraint. Now, if it's restraint in the sense of, you know, like being respectable or whatever the case, okay, cool. But, you know, not singing like you, what's comfortable to you or something, or not singing, you know, in his example, not singing like quartet style, or even hoop in an aspect. Not saying that he has to do that 24-7, but there should definitely be, you know, songs where you bring that to the table. Because otherwise, how are we, as pe- as Black people, how are we really going to be accepted if we're not being our full and whole selves, right? Um, like I said, I know this firsthand, and I can tell you it's so tiring. Because, especially because, right? If you're practicing this restraint, right? Yes, it's going to open door. Like you're doing it to open doors, right? You're doing it to make people feel comfortable. But at the same time, you're low-key um, enabling their privilege in a way. Because what happens is um, you're already doing these things. Okay, so let me speak from my experience, right? You're already doing these things to make these people, to please these people to an extent, to kind of make them like you, right? But then that's not good enough because then they expect this on top of that. And it's like... You don't even see the level of restraint and how much of myself I'm holding back because I know it's not fully welcomed in this space. But then you want X, Y, and Z on top of that, right? And that that's not we talk about, right? The Bible says to love, um, right? You're supposed to God wants us to love others, especially how he loves you, right? And here's the truth of the matter, right? God loves your whole self. God loves you, whether you speak sometimes in Ebonics, whether, you know, you got um, a God, like, you know, you have gospel in your heart, whether you have a two-step, whatever the case may be, right? If you're real, raw, like, God loves that. God honors that about you, right? God created all of us as individual people for an individual reason, right? Um, At the beginning of the year, I did... Um, a sermon series or a teaching series on racism and white privilege, right? The level of restraint that I did in those topics, right? Like (laughs) um, in the coming months, I'm going to be posting those clips, but you can even see watching it back the level of restraint that I had while teaching it, right? And ironically, even what even with that level of restraint even with that level of holding back people still were not pleased right there were some people who didn't like it who didn't say anything but then there were some people who didn't like it said something and left as well 
So um, I say that to say, one, you're never going to please everybody holding back for one. And two, how can we really grow in Christian love? How can we really grow as a people if we don't understand all people, right? When we get to heaven, there won't be restraint. It's going to be all people as God created and originally designed us to be, right? Heaven does not have a black people section, a gospel section, a CC. Like, we need to be able to blend. And blending looks like me showing who I am and you accepting it and you accepting that and you seeing who I am and accepting that. So that's um that's pretty much my opinion on it. Yeah, like I don't I don't like that word restraint first of all. Because God don't hold back, okay? <laughs> God don't restrain, he propels. Huh? Let me say that again. God does not restrain, he propels, huh? Even when a slingshot, right? Even if it looked like God like, "Whoa, you hold me back." No, boom. I'm propelling you forward, right? And so restraint is just yeah (laughs) yeah um if I was to give anybody any advice right if you are working in spaces matter of fact matter of fact matter of fact I'm gonna give you the perfect example Mike Todd right I know some people like him some people don't whatever Mike Todd walked into a church that like when he first started like it originally didn't just look like him right of course they're multicultural now but it was basically a white church, right? A white pastor, all this. And this man passed him the baton. Now, did Mike say, hmm, I, I need to do it how, you know, white people do it, how I think this white man would do it? No. First of all, let's, before we even get to that part, let me say this. This white man looked at Mike, saw him in his whole self, and said, I'm going to pass him the baton because I know that what he encompasses is going to take our church to the next level, right? So he saw him, everything that he was, and then Mike, accepting that baton, didn't conform to what he thought they would like or what he thought they would do. He he remains himself, right? Like, if you watch him, watch his sermons, like, Mike is Mike, okay? <laughs> Stage or not. So it's like, that is what I think we should all embody in the sense of not, you know, necessarily trying to be like him or following that model, right? There is absolutely a way to be yourself, and to strive for pureness and holiness. And it's in that striving for pureness and holiness that we need to align and combine. Not in the restraint, in the conformity that you say, oh, because you're pulling back and you're looking more like this image that we've given you, right? You look more like this image of what we think is pureness. Because... All right, because here's the truth, guys. Whiteness does not equate to pureness. And a lot of times, there it's been said and said without words, right? In the images we've, we've seen in terms of Christianity, right? And the ways that we said, this is how you should act, this is how you do, right? Like, I've literally been in rooms, y'all, and seen the whitest disciples who were not white historically we look at it like and i think it's because when we think of transfiguration or we think of all these types of things right we equate light to white and that was never the case so i say that to say be who you are shine the light of jesus through you no matter your race ethnicity the things that come with that because 
if we're if we're supposed to have real true reconciliation, right? A mending of the fences, right? Um, a joining of the forces in this Christian walk, in this Christian faith, that cannot happen unless we are all truly being our cultural selves, right? I can respect your culture and still showcase mine, right? So yeah, I say that to say, I mean, still love the man who said it, who posted that post, you know, he still is very talented, gifted, all the things, but restraint, mm, it's a no for me reclaiming my time and reclaiming my energy and let me tell you restraint mm, it drains too much i'm okay i'm good beloved (laughs) all right y'all that's all i got for today i love y'all have a beautiful and blessed day all right guys that's a wrap for this episode of the me preach podcast as always continue to like subscribe let me know how you guys are feeling if you enjoyed this episode and of course if you want to hear more don't forget to tell your sister your cousin your auntie your brother whomever that they need to be listening to the meets preach podcast y'all have a beautiful and blessed day i'll talk to y'all again